Hello again. Welcome to CCM in 3D. I'm so glad you're here listening to us. And once again, we are counting down the big hits we have. We have, uh, well, first we have the 3Ds here. Sorry, should yeah. we introduce ourselves? All right. So we got Dave, we got Derek, we got Dan, and we really could have a fourth D, Dick Clark. Really? Because well, I think he's know, passed. Counting so, down. Yeah, he's no longer with us. Oh, oh, sorry. Well, that's why he's not returning our calls. Oh, that explains uh, it. Yeah. So we are counting down uh, our top 100, and this time we are doing 70 to 61 yep. on this episode. And we have a special treat. We know coming up here later that Dave's going to explain right. from a previous episode. Yeah, so I'm excited about that. that. Yep. Yep. Uh, and In so, fact, should we get to that, like breaking news, like right at the beginning? Right at the beginning, but it's he'll have to tell us later. It's coming up later. Should we do it now, or should we, we, do it should now? we make, make Let's the, do it at halftime. Make the oh, listeners at wait. Let's do it like at halftime. Once we go at halftime. Past, yeah, once so we get past. after number, right. 70, or after, after number 65. 65, right. yeah. Sounds good. Okay, let's remember that that's halftime. All right. Yeah, halftime. So we get to dive into some of my favorite stuff for getting closer. Uh, is, what's the catchphrase, Dave? As the numbers get smaller, the hits get bigger. Oh, yes. That that's our that's our swag right there. <laughs> and you know, yeah. that's going to go on our CCM in 3D swag. This is just right. so true. Yeah. So, we get to get into some of my favorite artists this time in this group for yeah. me. Uh, so it's just the tip of the iceberg for some of my favorite artists. In this okay, nice. A lot of first albums by my favorite artists on this in this group. 7 of these ten are first mentions of artists that I have multiple entries well, really? in okay, the list. Wow, Se- seven of the ten. <laughs> yeah, sorry, that's a little confusing. Are the first <laughs> time that you've mentioned them, um, <laughs> and they and you'll mention another one of their albums later. Later, got yes. it. Okay, yeah. Yep. First, first entries. Want to make yeah. sure I had it from right. this time period. Yeah. Okay. So, should I start? I'll jump yeah, in. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Go for it, Dan. Okay. Yeah. Anything else you want to add to your list uh, before we? It's pronounced Moog. Moog. <laughs> okay, yeah. Moog. Yeah. Yes. Moog base. I learned that not from last Moog time. Base. Not Mog. Moog. No, it's not Mog. No. So never at number has been. seventy, never will. For me, number seventy. Number seventy are is the Imperials. Oh, oh okay. Oh, let the wind blow. Nice. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah. Love it. So I, I put them right in there. Uh, my first Imperials album on this countdown. Uh, it had you know Chris Eaton, Billy Smiley, Mark Gershmel, Paul Smith, Michael W. Smith on keyboards. Yeah, <laughs> this album. Right, Dan Huff, guitar, Brown Bannister produced. Yep. So this one really brought them into the '80s, I think. I, of course, the next album is this year's model in mm. 1987. I always forget that this that was yeah. the album before this year's model. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, first side of the album very pop oriented. Very. Yep. Um, on this one, second side very older yep. Imperials. Mm-hmm. So it kind of bridges that gap. Uh, standouts on here for me are In the Promised Land, Let the Wind Blow. It's number five on their Spotify list, 200,000. Of all plays. their songs. Of all their songs. Really? Oh. Let the Wind Blow. Oh, I didn't Crazy. That. Number five. Uh, <clears throat> Bread of Life and Jericho for mm, me. Yeah. I like all those. I yeah. love those two. Yeah. Great picks. I believe this was Paul Smith's last album, right? Yes. With him? Yes. Yeah. Well, okay. if they'd have followed up with this year's model, then that was the arrival of Ron right. Hemby and yep. Jimmy Lee Slows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah, this was by far uh, of of his era of the Imperials. This was their best album. Oh, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. This the the other one before this was one. Oh uh, boy, he, Stand by the Power. Stand by the Power. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This is so much better than it that is. one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and this had kind of a cutting edge 
cover it did. right yes, there at the yes, time. Yeah. Actually, I, I like the cover yeah, a lot. It's, it's, <laughs> it's they very, tried something cool. Very yeah. different. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, cover. Now, they would blow that out of the water with the cover for this year's model, which yes. I right. still think. And it's got the coronavirus on the front. It does. If you look really closely, so pre- they predicted it. <laughs> they were they were prophetic. Yes, yeah. 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 So, But actually, again, when I look back at the liner notes, though, I was like, I was blown away. I was like, I didn't even realize Michael W. Smith is on here, Mark yep. Gershmel, Billy Smiley. Mm. I mean, Chris yeah. Eaton, lots of lots of big names. Yeah, so that's yeah. great. Yeah. A great album. Yeah. Good stuff. Dave, go ahead. I get to go? Yeah, right. please. Number 70 for me is Audio Adrenaline's sophomore album, Don't Censor Me. Ah. Uh, this was uh, just another fun album from those guys who are always a little bit quirky, I guess is the best I word. I like it. Boy, they just sure were. a little were. bit off, you know, a yep. little bit, but yep. just such a fun band. Uh, they describe the album as uh, cheerleader songs for their upbeat and cheerful <laughs> rhythms. <laughs> That's how they described them. Yeah. Well, you got to kind of see that. And of course, uh, this album features their you know their token song, song "Big House." Uh, yeah. We all know the words oh, and yes. the hand gestures. I don't know the that. hand gestures. Question: so, okay. Is yes. that song number one on their Spotify playlist? It's gotta be. I'm gonna say no. It is. Okay. Way number one. Okay. <laughs> it's number, yeah. The way it's you like were looking five, at me, Dan, I'm like, I know. It's got to be something else. I had to throw you off. Five million plays yeah. of that song. Okay. Number one. So here's my question about that song. Okay. So I've been attending and pastoring a church that has really no connection. It's a liturgical church, and we have really no connection to any sort of CCM, modern praise. But the thing I always hear is, I'm so sick of singing. Big, big big house big big house in church so does that back in the day did that song get sung in church all the time yes it got sung okay it was, it was like a almost like a summer camp song right yeah, uh, or yeah. B- okay. v- yeah, vbs song okay. a lot of kids yeah. a lot of kids age right. songs yep all right. big yep. one for them cuz yeah. i had way exited that kind of yeah. thing but that's always the joke are right. we, what are we going to sing that again in church so, yeah, yeah. okay exactly and so how many plays 5 million 5 million yeah. right now. wow and and it's not even close what's the next one uh, i don't know Okay. Okay. But it's not big house. It's not big, big house. Not big house, big and house. it probably does not have a mug base. No mug. Uh, Moog. Moog. I did. Moog. Moog. Rhymes with Moog. <laughs> All right. Here's some other interesting stats. Um, <laughs> Derek is really upset. Might have to take Derek's a minute. Deck me. <laughs> Derek lost it over the Moog base for a minute here. Hang on. <laughs> So CCM, CCM Magazine named this the song of the 90s, Big what? House. Yeah. Really? Yeah, right. I can see that. They named it that. Okay. Other standouts, Can't Take God Away. Yes. AKA Public School featured, yes. anybody know? Three um, guys named DC Talk. Yes, yes. In the video for that song. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That one of my sense. One of my favorite audio adrenaline songs, We're yep. a Band, We're yes, a Band, We're a Band. <laughs> yes. That's on there as well. <laughs> And uh, one of the best titles in CCM history, Jesus and the California Kid. Yep. Yep. So, a lot of fun. I don't like Let Love. Me. Yes. Let Love. That's good love too. that one. Yep. yep. Okay. And then, of course, Don't Censor Me, the, the main title, their main right. song. Title song. So Something like that. I love it when I'm a complete innocent bystander <laughs> to this discussion and just watch just you watch guys go back and forth. Right. It's just nothing. Love I it. got nothing on that. 1993, Audio Adrenaline, Don't Censor Me. All right. So I've been out of it. I've been out of Christian radio for about a year at that point. So that's why okay. I didn't. It just kind of passed me by. So okay. So my number seventy is is an album that you guys know. Okay, good. So I had the decency to choose an album that you guys know. <laughs> Excellent. As opposed to you guys choosing stuff I don't know. 
No, number 70 for me, 1989, Jeff Moore and the Distance Foundations. Yes. Such a good album. Would you guys agree that's kind of their peak? I mean, it's not their peak commercially. Probably a friend like you sold more. Definitely. But in terms of just artistic vision, pulling it off, songs, performance. Yeah. It's right up there for the distance for me. Yeah. Yeah. His distance albums. This is this is where I where I go. Yep. Um, and when I went back to revisit this album, I was just I was so sure Brown Bannister had produced it. Mm-hmm. Nope. No. Billy Smiley. Oh, okay. There you go. Produced by Billy Smiley from Whiteheart. So, yeah. So yeah. I I was thinking my my narrative for this album was oh here's another Brown comes in and completely revitalizes a band you know right. kind of like Freedom by Whiteheart mm-hmm. no it was well it had a Whiteheart connection but it right, was Billy right. Smiley right. so um, and I think um, this album has such a I was trying to think of how to write this down and I wrote down it has a um, a, a touring band feel that is to say um, it sounds like. They did these songs live a bunch of times, so when they got them in the studio, they didn't hire session guys. They brought in the distance. They brought in Jeff's band, Arlen Troyer, uh, Dale Oliver, Jeff Barkley, Greg Harrington, and just let them play like they did in concert. So it has a really loose, fun-in-the-studio feel to it, and I think that really comes through. It does. Um, so songs on this, I love um, I love their cover of Lone Justice's I Found Love. Oh, it's That's great. so good. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Um, tearing down the walls and the title track is so pretty. I think it shows off Jeff's voice. Um, Jeff has a very distinctive voice, kind of in some ways, kind of limited. Um, doesn't mm-hmm. have the you know the technique of a Matthew Ward or a or a John Elefante or Greg Exvolts. He's kind of a song stylist. He's kind of like a, a John Cougar Mellencamp. When John Cougar Mellencamp sings his songs, mm-hmm. it's like oh, that sounds so good and. Jeff always sounds so good singing his songs. He so. does. This this made number 70 for me, 1989's Foundations. Really good. I loved going back and listening to this one. Yeah, it's good. That's a great album. That So The Distance is on my list. Foundations is on my list, but they're a little higher up. Okay. Yep. That's a teaser. So, yeah. Nice teaser, Dan. Yeah. yeah thank you. Yeah. Uh, all right. So we're on to number 69. 69. There it is. I don't know why I did that. Uh, <laughs> You're so, pointing at me now. Yeah. Derek, Dan is <laughs> cueing me now for the jingles. Hit it. <laughs> as, as one does. So my first PFR entry okay. is at number 69 right here. Great Lengths. Oh, all right. From I was, in my mind, I was thinking Goldie. I think yep. he's going to go Goldie. Nope. Jimmy Lee, Slows Produced, um, Executive Producer, Brown Bannister. A great album. Four of the top ten songs on Spotify are from this album. As they should I believe it. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number one is uh, Great Links on their yeah. from on their Spotify list. Mm-hmm. Uh, standouts, of course, are Great Links. Wonder why my favorite mm. number three on Spotify. Hundred thousand listens on that one. Uh, Merry Go Round, This Love oh, I Know, Merry so cool. good. Um, all those in the top ten on Spotify, and I I agree, I love them all. Yeah. Uh, Life Goes On, mm-hmm. what a great mm-hmm. song oh, that yeah. is. Bittersweet, Passing with Someone, just amazing song. Uh, so PFR. In number 69. This is going to be one that's on my list and much higher. Higher. Yep. Okay. Much higher. Yep. Great band, great album. Yep. Yes. Sure. All right. Number 69 for me, I know, is not going to be on either one of your lists. Ooh. Oh, how do you Are you know? sure? I'm just guessing. No. I'm looking into the crystal ball. Okay. Mm. All right. So from 1986, 
The Wild Frontier from Randy Stonehill. Oh, oh, correct. Makes my list. Right yeah. <laughs> you are correct, sir. <laughs> rhymes with Vogue. There you go. Vogue. <laughs> right. This, um, you know, I, I liked Randy's stuff. This one is the one I liked the, the most. It's um, It was produced by Dave Perkins. That's right. And reading uh, about this album when it came out, uh, Randy said that Dave is a great producer, but he's so hard on the artist because oh, he did really? so many takes on these songs. And he would, you know, they'd finish one, and Randy's like, "All right, that was good." And Dave's like, "Let's do it again. Let's uh, give me more." And so, if you listen back to this album, you'll hear Randy sound like he doesn't sound on the other albums that he has. Yeah, uh, just you know, his voice is strong. It's a lot of passion. Uh, players include Rick Kua, Gary Chapman, Chris Harris is on this as well. Uh, some of the standout tracks, the title track is a lot of fun. The Wild Frontier. Uh, kind of yes. sounds like the Bonanza theme there at the mm-hmm. beginning, you know, a lot of fun. Uh, I love Here Come the Big Guitars, a great rocker. And then uh, the ballad on here that I like is uh, Words on the Wind, a beautiful song, and Defender is also good. Oh. So if you like Stonehill at all and you haven't heard this album, uh, I would recommend it, 1986, The Wild Frontier. Is this nice. the one where he's kicking his leg Yes, up? yes. Okay, that's got to be Photoshop See, that, or something. that's the argument. <laughs> is it or is it not? It's got to be. It, no, there's no way he's kicking his leg up that high. Yeah, you can't be that be. flexible. No, no, no. I'm, I, I mean, I'm. I don't have Randy Stonehill's phone number, but <laughs> if you do, have him call into one eight hundred CCM in three D. CCM in three D, which call the hotline doesn't exist. Doesn't exist. Yeah, there's no hotline. <laughs> and ask him what he did there. <laughs> All right, Derek. All right. So number sixty nine for me. I go to nineteen eighty eight, and this may or may not be on your list. I don't know, but uh, mine is Matthew Ward's Fade to White. So um, this is an album I didn't like quite as much as the album that preceded it, which is Armed and Dangerous. Um, And when I went back to listen to it, um, the first thing I I was struck by was the sparseness of the production. Um, They'll add little dribs and drabs here, whether it's horns or, you know, little production effects. But for the most part, it's just a, a keyboard player, a guitar player, a drummer, and a, and a bass, and then Matthew's voice. And that sparseness of the production, I think, really works well on this album because if you got a voice like Matthew Ward's, wouldn't you want to front and center that every time? Mm-hmm. Wouldn't you want to foreground that voice yes. every time? Yes, right. Yeah, and the answer to that is yes. Yes, you would. So... And that's, I think, what the sparseness of the production does here. Um, and it, so that's a good thing. Um, this is the album that, of course, gave us Perfect Union. Yeah. So that kind of pigeonholed Matthew into, oh, he's the dude that writes wedding songs. Yeah. You know, kind of like Bob Carlyle. Oh, he's the dude that writes, writes weepy songs about daughters getting married. Yes. Right. No, he's the guy that sings old man down. And, yeah. Right. You know, that, that sort of thing. Um. So, of course, you know, when he follows up with Fortress, he's got Since I Found You, which was another wedding yes. song. So that's kind of where this started was on this 1988 album. Now, um, the album was produced by John Andrew Schreiner, who's a pianist, composer, arranger, and producer, who's got some production credits, but he's kind of a session guy. Um, now, I mentioned the bass. It's Leon Gayer on bass and Mike Baird on drums. Now, if you know your history of the band Journey... Mike Baird is the guy that toured with Journey when they did the Raised on Radio tour. Oh, okay. So that's when they wow. kicked Steve Smith and Ross Valerie to the curb oh. and brought in Randy Jackson from yep. American Idol right. and Mike Baird. And so he toured with them on that. Nice. Um, 
Now, one reason that I like this slightly less than Armed and Dangerous is the absence of Dan Huff, who's all over that that album. Yeah. He's all over Armed and Dangerous. Now, however, however, and here's the homework for the other two Ds. On guitar on this album is Michael Thompson, who is also Los Angeles Session royalty. In fact, go out to Spotify, you guys, all right. and look for a 1996 album called The World According to MT. It's Michael Thompson. Hmm. It's a guitar instrumental album, and you will love it. Okay. You'll love it. So The World According to MT, Michael Thompson plays guitar on most of this. And I think my favorite cuts are like You Alone, So Many Are Looking, um, and Time Will Tell. But this is the album that gave us the wedding singer, Matthew Ward. Um, So that that comes in at number 69 for me. 1988's Fade to White. You Alone and Fade to White are my favorites. Fade to White. I could listen to that over yeah, and over. That's it's so yep. good. Yep. Yes. Yep. That's, that's fun. I think so I, I had a Matthew Ward, but mine was earlier, Fortress. Right. Yes, so that's good. right. Yeah. yeah. And I've got one coming up. Okay. All there right. you go. Not this, not this episode. Oh, not this it's episode. It's a tease for another episode. Okay. Okay. All right. We have something else coming up from Dave, though. Yes, we do. Time yes. Here. I've, I've got my phone here right here. I was right. That's all I'm going to say. Okay. Uh, All right, good. We're never going to live this down. According to a listener. Okay. A listener did research, part of our crack research staff, and sent me a message. I'm going to read that to you. So there you go. Did we pay him? Um, Her? As far as he knows. Okay. (laughs) Yeah. That. In Bitcoin. <laughs> yeah, we, you asked. We now, have those mounds thank, of Bitcoin. We Dave sent him a really impersonal email. Thank yes. you for your research, New Line. Do you take three uh, third-party checks <laughs> right. from a foreign <laughs> bank with no number? Please don't cash till Thursday. Yeah. Please don't cash <laughs> oh, no. for a right. month. All right, oh, Dan. Gosh. All right, so number 68. 68. We're into 68 now. Jeff Moore in the distance. Yeah. My, uh, evolution. My first Jeff oh, Moore. Oh, yeah, almost had a match. Evolution. Close, almost close. Had a match. So four of the top ten Spotify's are on this album. I'm not surprised. As well. A lot of hits. Uh, I, I probably should have rated this one higher, actually, now that I think about it. Uh, but uh, Jeff Moore, them. amazing songwriter. We've already kind of reviewed a little bit of that. He can sing the ballads, but he can also sing those gritty rock songs. Mm-hmm. Love it. Standouts for me are Evolution, Life Together, Live to Tell. Great one. I love that one. If you could see what I see, uh, by far the most played song on the album. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Wedding song. Yep. Talking about wedding songs. Yep. Uh, God got a hold of me. I got to say that really fast. God got a hold of me. (laughs) Wow. Because it's all in one word. (laughs) So. I think that rhymes with Vogue. So fun. Uh, My favorite, actually, on that one. Uh, Another version of Why Should the Devil All the Good Music. Yeah. Oh. Another version. Is that the third version? It is. It is. <laughs> Jeff, I love you, but just yeah, yeah uh, three's enough. I think that was. I think that was it. Three's enough. Yeah. Okay. And then uh, when all is said and done. Oh, so poignant. This could be song. played at my funeral. Yeah. I mean, it's just a great song. So yeah, Jeff Moore, Evolution from 1993. Very good. Love Jeff Moore. Yep. All right, number 68 for me is from 1989. And it is Kim Hill's Talk About Life, an album I believe we've talked about a little bit on our podcast, right? We yeah, touched yep. on that. Yeah. Uh, Brown Bannister produced it, so you knew it was going to be good, and it was. It is. Yeah. Of course, great players, as always, with Kim Hill, Winker Patrick, Tommy Sims, Chris Harris, Gordon Kennedy, Chris McHugh, Jerry McPherson. A lot of talent there, so uh, you knew the album was going to be great. How uh, do you not rate this higher? Yeah, That's I know. My I knew you guys were going to say that. 68? Yeah. Come on. Because there's another album coming by the same artist. Yes. But you could have I two. Bet. You could have two. 
Um, right. That's true. The other album is hot. <laughs> okay. I will tell you that. All right, good. I think you speak for all three of us in saying that right. album's hot. Yep. Yeah. I think there's a consensus on that album. I will just say that I was not exposed to a lot of her stuff back in the day, okay. so I didn't spend as much time, which uh-huh. is I base my list on what have I spent the most time with. That's uh-huh. a very important thing. Sure. Right. So, uh, of course, standouts. I love Snake in the Grass. Yes. I could listen to that over and over. Uh, Winker Patrick's on that. Uh, Stop watching, listen. Secret place. Testimonies. A great Kim Hill so song. So much good yeah, music on that. That, oh. that song is yeah. testimonies. The best song on this album. I think you I might think, be right yeah. there. Really? Yeah, I think. See, so. I, like, I love it. Yeah. Anyway. The title track. Yeah. Can you talk about the title track? Title. It's great. Isn't that the country one that it where is. she talks really fast? Yes. Okay, that's the one that kept this song off my list. Really? Like, I love oh, that song. Come on. I love it's it. Just, oh. I, I don't mind it. I actually it's love different. it. It's different. It's very creative. I like it. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, great album night, except for that song, according to Derek. Dave is, or Derek I is I got the sigh yeah. from Derek. So many of them here. Secret Place, Snake in the Grass, Let's Talk About Life. See, I, I'm I not mean, a fan of Closer se- to a Broken Heart. I, I could. I, this is so good. Yep. Charm is Deceitful, a yeah, little that overplayed one, That for was me. in my wedding. Charm is yep, Deceitful. You like okay. it. Okay. Overplayed for me. Yep. I liked it when it first came out. Yep. Barry's like, oh, yeah. But now I'm like, mm, I, I got to right. see the ones now. But yeah. Yeah. All right. 1989. Turning. Turning. That's another great good one. Great song on there. See, I don't like the song. Um, oh, help me. I have snakes in the playground, but uh, Snake in the Grass. <laughs> snake in the Grass. Snake yeah. in the grass. <laughs> you don't like it? Right. No, I don't. Really? Oh, no, I wow. really don't. And I, like and I like West King. I love West King. Yeah. I don't. Uh, it's Wayne. It's Wayne on this song. Is it? Yeah, it's okay. Wayne. Yeah, I'm sorry. Wayne. Yeah, yeah. Um, I just, when I heard. Um, that song for the first time, and it's Wayne. We're gonna reap what he what we sow because yeah. his light shines on our darkness. Like, what are we just stringing together Christian platitudes here? And I, I just never got the rest of the song. Yikes. So yeah, well anyway, <laughs> well that's why it's not in here. That's why we have three Ds. That's why we have three Ds. Exactly, yeah. exactly. But I will say, um, but if the, you're looking for creativity, yes. I apologize. I'm oh, it is, in here, but, and and right. the massive jump in production values yes. Yes. from that album to mm-hmm. this one yeah. the first of this yeah. is so good it's yeah. unbelievable yeah. yeah it's so good so okay sorry to go there. number number 68 number 68 talk about life kim hill well i i, I stole some of dave's so i'll hand it back here 68 for me is an album we've already talked about so i'm really not gonna say a whole lot about it i'll just kind of just say it's 1986 vision by chris eaton oh yep. We've already covered this. Yes. I'll let my comments about that stand. Uh, that's in a previous episode, 26. So go find episode 26 of CCM and 3D, and there we talk all about uh, Chris Well, Eaton's that one's higher, up, higher on my list. Higher on my list as yep. well. So it comes in number 68 for me, Vision, Chris Eaton. So then, nice. Dave or Dan, I'll just kick it over to you. Nice. All right. So we're into number 67. 67. You're going to like this one, Derek? Oh. Oh, Phil Keggy. Uh, oh, yeah. oh, find me in these fields. Oh, oh nice. nice. Yes. Yeah. Um, 1990. Uh, my first Phil Keggy album on this list. Yep. Uh, we did a deep dive back in episode 22. Uh, really renewed my interest in this album when we did that. Oh, I was good. like, oh, this is so good. It is Nominated a great album. for a Grammy. Very, That's right. Very, lots of elements are very progressive rock mm-hmm. to me. Mm-hmm. Uh, sounding uh, various spots. Instrumental all throughout the album. Yeah. That kind of goes in and out. Yeah. Yep. Uh, fun. Standouts on here. Strong Tower. Carry On. My favorite. Oh, yeah. It's Carry On. Love yeah, that one. That's so good. Uh, Get Over It. Yep. Fun. Calling You and Final Day. Yeah. All great oh. songs. And I, so I totally see why it was definitely nominated for a Grammy. This is that's just for sure. phenomenal. Here's my question. Is it the only Keggy album 
on your no. list. Oh, okay. first one. All right, that's that's all you need. That's yeah. that's the only teaser I need. It's coming up on mine. Okay, and it is the only KG album on my list. Okay, so. all right, all right. There we go. Nice. So number right. sixty-seven. Sixty-seven for me is one Dan's already talked about, so I won't spend a lot of time on it. It's uh, Idol Cure's "Tough Love." Oh, oh. Okay. from nineteen eighty-eight. Ready. Just a great hooky rock album that you can listen to over and over memorable memorable so melodies lyrics are great uh front line so many faces the um the amusement park song i told you guys about that i heard on on the ride oh yeah Remember, so many yes. faces that's right yeah. it's on the ride that goes so around faces yeah <laughs> yes so, so good funny. i don't know why it was number that. 72 on mine who so knew i don't cure had a uh, yeah yeah exactly the, uh, it's crazy just believe it that's another one i love but uh, yes. yeah i don't cure Tough love. See, you guys with a lot of these melodic hard rock albums, I've forgotten so many of those, and you, you'll bring them up, and I'm looking at my list going, oh, no. <laughs> what have I done? Where, where what have I, I done? to put that in yes. there, too. So, so I, many albums. Just, so little space. Yeah. Oh, well. Number 67 for me. Uh, this is 1988. Okay. And this is also Imperials, but it's not a match. Okay. So it is Free the Fire. Nice. And, oh yeah, yeah. So um, for you so, to find. So yeah, I so, like it, but it just didn't huh. make my top one hundred. Okay, but right. I love it. Yeah. So we have the reemergence, as Dave just showed us, of Armand. Armand's yes. on this album. Yes. He's on this. Free the fire. Because <laughs> this is right after this year's model. Yep. So they got him out of the car, hiding Armand. Yes. Yep, in the car. the car, put him on the front cover. Yeah, he yep. was on the front cover. And this is honestly from this period, kind of this late '80s period. This is easily one of my favorite. CCM album covers because yes. it is aged in such a cheesy, wonderful, yeah. glorious way. Yes. Yes. yes, I just I love it so much. So I so wanted to recreate these albums. Yes, covers. So I just I I do love it. Um, so um, there really, are a lot of good songs on here. Yeah, though. there yeah. really yeah. are. Yeah. Um, the title track, Wild Geese, Higher Things, Wild Geese. You, I love it. Um, it's you, not as you is so fun. It's not as fearlessly creative. As this year's model, in fact, um, Sean Michael, who does the uh, CCM uh-huh. it, rewind, CCM rewind, rewind yep. he did an interview with Ron Hemby, and Hemby talked about that, oh. how they were so aggressively um, pushing the envelope on this year's model, and then the guys in the Imperials that were the long timers, Armand and who would have been Dave uh, Will, Dave Will, yeah. said. We kind of want to pull it back a little bit. So yeah. this was a pulling back a little bit. Yeah. So shorter songs. Well, they um, got when that when this year's model came out, they got quite the pushback. They it did. Was very yeah. polarizing. Yeah. It was it like, did. where did the Imperials yeah. go? Yeah. But but when it came out, I was like, I love this. Yeah. No, it's so good. So the great thing about this, obviously, is Ron Hemby's voice is so yes. front and center. Jimmy Lee is still singing on it. Um, there's still a lot of Dan Huff. His guitar solos on "Free the Fire." Yep. The, the title track are so good. Um, the the main band here is Jimmy Lee, Jimmy Lee Slows, Paul Lime, Dan Huff, Robbie Buchanan, Lenny Castro, and Michael Omardian. Wow, so there's your band. Yes, and yep. um, Omardian did so much with the Imperials. He did, yeah, yeah. throughout throughout and, his career in all phases. Kinda. Yeah, in all phases. Yeah, all phases. And I gotta say, the last note that I that I put on this, I don't know why this is. I have no explanation. I'm just gonna throw this out. This album cover always reminds me of you. Okay, okay. I don't know why. You I mean just, Dan? You Dan. Yeah, Dan. Yeah. You Dan. Yeah. Um, I don't know why that is. I the think cheesy it's just, smile. 
I think if we'd have had cell phone cameras back when we were in radio, I can just yes. see you doing all the cheesy yeah. poses, Ooh, poses go, and yeah. pointing. Yeah, and, 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 yeah. Po- yeah, and looking off to the side and smiling. and Standing there with my bass. Yeah, yeah that yeah, too. There you go. Clearly. <laughs> it's pronounced Moog. <laughs> Moog. So anyway, 67, 1988, nice. So I'm actually looking at this. I'm thinking, why did I not even have this on my top 100? This doesn't make any sense to me. See? I totally, I, some of them is a totally space. Because I'm looking at all the tracks, I'm like, I should love all these songs. I forgot. I really yeah, love well. nearly all of them. Sitting in the Sky, uh, Rest in Your Arms, Let It Go. Mm-hmm. Love yep. Let It Go. Yep. Uh, you know, Let It Better Than Know Myself. See, uh, anyway, it's fun, fun songs. It, not it. to be love confused with Let It Go by Whiteheart. Correct. Um, it's right. another Let It Go. Yeah. Or Let It Go by Amy Grant. I think or Let It Go from that movie, that kid's movie. Yeah, that kid's movie yeah. thing. Yeah. Yep. Too. So, okay. <laughs> <laughs> that we can't mention. <sighs> okay. Got a big sigh. All right, numbers. That was number 67. Number 66. 66. And then we'll hear from Dave. That's right. All right. Another teaser. uh, I went, probably you you guys don't have this anywhere in your list, but I like this a lot. John Gibson. I'm a big John Gibson fan. Okay. On the Run from 1986. Nope, not on my list. On the Run. My first John Gibson album. Okay. Uh, He has such a different sound. Not at all the usual players you hear from the Nashville CCM sound. (laughs) <laughs> yeah. this, in this. very Motown influenced very, I think. Yeah. Yeah. Very. R&B yeah and really for 1986 this was a very different sound really? for CCM yeah hmm. uh, John Gibson uh, had 22 number one CCM hits I might have to homework wow. this album that's yeah, yeah. 22 um, I had no idea and actually idea. later in 1999 he has an album produced by Tommy Sims oh is that right yeah okay. called The Man Inside so very soulful yep uh, now this album is not on Spotify. I had to go to YouTube. Oh, uh, by the way, whoever put the album on YouTube, kudos to you for indexing the tracks. Oh, thank I appreciate you. Appreciate nice. that much. Uh, and uh, putting the pictures of this from the CD, they actually put that in the video oh, too, nice. which is kind of yeah. cool. Good. Uh, anyway, standouts I like a lot that's on this album. Uh, the first four songs: Metal Machine, Ain't It Pretty, On the Run, Standing on the One, Nation in Need. Lots of fun. Dreams, still one of my absolute favorite songs in this album. And that's uh, not the Fleetwood Mac song, is it? No. Okay. No. Uh, love Had those bittersweet. Uh, you never know. You never love, know. Love those kind of bittersweet, make you think kind of songs. And that's this is one of them. I love the lyrics. Uh, his, the sounds of John's vocals, so good on here. Uh, so it, it's in number 66 for me. Nice. John Gibson. Yes. 66. On the run. On the run. 66 for me from 1986 features the Econo Band. Oh, here we go. We know. Holy Rollin'. Yep. Brian Duncan. Nice. Brian's second album. So much fun to listen to. Um, If you're in a mood or you're in a bad mood and you want to be in a good mood, listen to Holy Rollin'. Nice. Um, My Little World, Lead Me to the Water. Of course, the the title track, Holy Rollin'. He's got the tambourine going. Just a (laughs) lot of fun. Remember me, just an album that's full of you know so many great songs from '86. Yeah, oh, so and I had it at '95. Yeah, back, that's right. Back, oh, yeah. did you have Holy Rolling? Uh-huh. Okay, right. Right. yeah, yeah. Fun, fun album. Fun album cover too. He's kind oh, of in the yeah. silhouette with the tambourine. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Red and yellow. Kind yeah, of red iconic yellow. a little bit. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Okay, number sixty-six. All right, so coming in at sixty-six, last last song or last album before the uh, the big news. Yes. Yep. So uh, this is from 1992 for me. It's Cindy Morgan's Real Life. Nice. Um, oh, nice. This came out 
if memory serves, uh, just right around the same time that Lisa B's album yep. came out. Yep. So my freedom right. and I always link my freedom and real life together, mm-hmm. um, mainly because each. So Lisa was with Vireo and Cindy was with Word, and they mm-hmm. were both trying to position both artists as kind of dance pop diva type stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, which is so weird to think about because Cindy ends up going in just this complete other direction when right. she's kind of given her own, yep. you know, car to drive, and she she goes off into kind of singer songwriter land, mm-hmm. um, just the antithesis of pop diva. Um, so this one is kind of a an oddball in her catalog um, because she does not she's not in this style of music anymore. No. Yeah, and so um, but she does well in it. Um, in fact, I would say I was going to see what you guys thought. Uh, so the song "Let It Be Love" mm-hmm. is on here, yep. And I still think that song sounded as good on our station as anything we ever played. Oh yes, that Love, huge chorus yes. and just that big right that big ending when all the instruments crash in. I remember hearing that on our station and thinking, "Oh wow, that." That sounds as good as yeah. anything we play. Yes. Um, Huge hit song. It was. And so um, that was just, I, I, that just brings back so many memories of, of that time from, you know, 92, Lisa B, Cindy Morgan, that dance pop thing. So she she did it really well. I yep. love um, the title track, Let It Be Love, and It's Going to Be Heaven. And How Can I Ask For More, of course, is a beautiful way to end oh, the album. such so. a great song. How yeah. Can I Ask For More? I still listen to that one and yep. get... Yeah. yeah, I love that album. I th- yeah. It might be my favorite of hers. Oh, I for- be- I think so. I, I don't get the it's pop, but it's to me it's not too much pop if that makes sense. It you still get a sense of the singer songwriter, the voice you know yeah. that she has. Right. Yep, um, amazing voice. It's just great music. It is. Yeah. And you guys might remember. Well, Dan Dan will remember. I, I might not. <laughs> we uh, we had <laughs> her in clueless. we had her in for a Z ninety one event. Yes, and she came out and I remember her doing this stuff live would just turn the keyboard and it sounded amazing. Yeah. 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 Just so talented. You don't remember Dan, this? you don't remember this? Don't remember it. We introduced her, Dan. <laughs> Probably. I was going to say, I was standing on I the I must have been starstruck. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, wow. great choice, Derek. Where are we, Dan? I'm sure about about a day and a half it'll hit me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, That's yeah. right. Yeah. Hey, how's that synth bass pronounced, by the way? <laughs> Moog. Moog. Yes, Got it. There Okay. Yes. I had to say right. Vogue Moog. Okay, yes. So that's my number 66. And with that, we have breaking news. Halftime. Breaking news. Okay, All so right. let's set this up. What okay. happened originally that we that gets us to here? What brings this up? All right. News? So when we were Last, counting down, I believe it was 90 to 81, our favorite albums, I brought up first day or third day's first album, their debut album. Okay. Um, which I love. It's a great debut. It made my top 100. Only to find out from our crack research staff here yes. that it came out in 96 and not 95. So you were out of bounds. So it was out of right, bounds. Right. We thought it was out of bounds. That's why we didn't go there. And yeah. since then, I've got nothing but grief yep. from the other two Ds. <laughs> and, and we'll continue. Rule breaker. <laughs> Regardless you know, of what and, you announce here, right. you'll also get grief. So after we released that episode, one of our faithful listeners, yes. Joshua Cooley, uh-huh. sent me this message on Facebook. Here's what he said. Third Day's first album was released in 1995 on Grey Dot Records, but the Reunion Records version with the bus on the cover came out in 96. 
Oh, wow. So there you go. I didn't realize there were two wow. different versions of the album. So Gray Dot, was that like their own record company? Or what I'm was not that? sure. He, he wasn't specific. But huh. Joshua, if you're okay. listening, let us know if that, if that was a third day record label or what. Yeah. Interesting. Excellent. What do you think, Dan? You're right. Yeah. I didn't know that. Okay. I'm still I love, I love learning stuff. The, uh, well, I, I think... I think, you know, in all honesty, the beatings will continue for Dave until morale improves. <laughs> right, but right. I think, you know, there's no good Come on, Grey Dot. Yeah. All right. I'm just kidding. Well, now I can sleep peacefully. Well, yeah, exactly. I didn't break the rules. Well, thank you very much. Yes, yeah. Joshua. Josh. Thank you. Thanks, Thanks Joshua. Joshua. Appreciate yep. it. That's awesome. Good one. Appreciate you. All right. So that was the big news. Yep. That's it. I uh, hope we didn't let anybody down with that. Yeah. So Hopefully not. Let me down. All right. So at number... <laughs> Number 65, 65. is um, something that was really close. Is that the match game? We were really close. Hello, that's stars. That's, that's the match game. We were really flag close. in the room. We had out of your adrenaline, don't censor me is my number 65. Right. So we just talked about that. I won't talk about much, much more of that. Other than I think it's arguably uh, one of their best. Uh, Jimmy Lee Slos, Eddie DeGarmo, executive producer. Yes. On that too. Uh, Toby Mac influence all over this album. Goatee Brothers produced as well. Um, so that's my only, this is my only entry for Audio Adrenaline, but I love Audio Adrenaline. Because, but a lot of their stuff falls out of, out of the bounds. Yeah, I'm the same way. I couldn't, yeah. I couldn't put them in there, but I'm a huge Audio Adrenaline fan. So Dave we were really put, close. Dave will put them in there. Hello, stars. I can only play, I can only play 10 <laughs> seconds of this at a time. Otherwise. The center square, Paul Lynn. <laughs> oh, wait, that's, no, that's, that's something That's Hollywood squares. Wrong game. Survey says, oh, wait, still wrong game. Audio Adrenaline's album was so big. So How big. big was it? Yeah. There you go. Match that, game. That you couldn't censor it. You couldn't censor it. Nope. All right. Number is 65. Dave. Oh, it's my turn. That's right. 65. Yes. All right. From 1992, it's a rocker. It's the Brave Battle Cries. Oh, wow. Yep. John and Dino Magic is yep. what I put here. Hair if you love. In the house. <laughs> that's right. If you've got Aquanet, here you go. Yep. Uh, 90s hair metal at its best. Great harmonies mixed with the fist pumping guitar work. I still get the CD out and listen to it. Yep. Uh, wow. All Together Now is on this. Yep. If that ain't lo- If that ain't love. See, that's a, oh, that's a good song. Such a good song. Yeah, yeah yep. that's a good one. Another good one with great harmonies, Tears of a Broken Heart. Oh, that's an awfully good one, too. Yeah, D- uh, Dan had a great point earlier about uh, Elephant- the Elefantes and how they know how to make melodic rock courses that just stick yeah. in your head. Yep, yep. You know? It's, yeah, it's yeah. like they're... Uh, it's like their secret superpower. Not yeah. so secret superpower. Not so secret. Yeah. And then, of course, you've got the uh, the standard power ballad, Running All My Life. Oh, I forgot about that one. Yeah. Do you remember this one, Dan? Do you remember uh, the deeper cuts Did it come out at the same time that Cindy Morgan did a solo thing on a keyboard at some point? Mm, yes, uh, actually. Here in Wichita? It did, okay, yeah. I probably don't remember. Cindy, uh, the Brave <laughs> for opened for reason. Cindy Morgan that night. You introduced them to <laughs> It did, okay. Yes, yeah. yeah. It was an odd pairing I, that night. I definitely night. don't remember uh, it. In, in fact, I want to say, and obviously I don't think it was Dan, I think... Derek introduced me to this album. Really? You had a copy, and you're like, "Have you listened to this?" And oh. so, yeah. Okay. 1992, The Brave Battle Cries. All right, very good. So my influence is living large on it this is. list here. Okay. Uh, number 65 for me comes from 1989. It's part of the Hour series. Okay. Okay. Kind of those Hour albums. And this is Hour Hymns. Hour Hymns nice. from 1989. Um, did one of you guys have this previously? I think 
Yes. Yeah, I think I did. Okay, so yeah. I won't add too much more to what Dave said. My favorites are uh, Smitty's Holy, 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 his version of Holy, Holy, Holy. Phil Kagey does a beautiful, kind of does a Bach beret in E minor and connects it with Oh God, Our Help and Ages Past. First Call's version of Oh Sacred Head Now Wounded is beautiful. Yeah. I, of course, I love that hymn. We still sing that one in our church. That's a That one pops up every uh, Good Friday. Um, so yeah, this is a really, really nice album. Really, really good artist choices, really good hymn choices, did a great job. And so this is kind of the, maybe the pinnacle of the hour series. Yeah. I like our family too. And I like yeah. our Christmas, but this one's awfully good. It's a great album. Yeah. So that's number me. 98 for me. Okay. Okay. Back so then, this yep. is me at number 65 from 1989 hour hymns. Nice. All right. All right. Number 64. 64. 64. Uh, I went idle cure. Yeah. But not a match. Oh, oh. Uh, their self-titled uh, album "Idol Cure" from 1986. Okay, my highest-rated Idol Cure album. Second Avenue, Tough Love. Talked about those before. Steve Shannon's vocals, amazing. Frontline Records, kind of the epitome of West Coast rock sounds yep. uh, at the time. Um, only eight glorious songs on this album. Oh yeah. Uh, only a few that I'm not too excited about, but the standouts are "Breakaway." Mm-hmm. I think I played that Breakaway. like crazy. Breakaway. <laughs> on oh, the station, so yes. Number one on Spotify for them. Yeah. So that's very, very good. Four of their top ten uh, are from this album on Spotify. Feeling the Heat, mm. Take It, so fun. Feeling the Heat with that saxophone. Yes. Feeling the Heat. <laughs> uh, come back to me. <laughs> come back to me so good. Overdrive and Come Alive. I mean, all all of those. I got three, In exclama- three exclamation points from oh, Come Alive from right. 1986. Oh, 86. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's uh, a great yeah. air guitar album. Fun <laughs> album. Oh, so good. That's yeah, good. All right, so we're at 64. Uh, 64 for me is uh, 1987's Everyday Man from Gary Chapman. Oh. Um, I know, kind of out of left field, isn't it? I didn't not, see it's that not on my list. Nope. I know. Didn't I didn't see, see that, that coming. Uh, produced by Mr. Brown Bannister. Oh, um, there you go. Oh. It's my that's favorite. Why I like this album. Yeah, yeah. I know that. I, yeah. My favorite Gary Chapman album. I think mm-hmm. Gary's a very talented songwriter, and this album Indeed. showcased that, mm-hmm. how good he is at, at writing songs. Uh, has a lot of country overtones mm-hmm. to it Yep. when you listen to it. Uh, Wayne Kirkpatrick, Chris Harris, Amy, of course, Michael W. Smith, Jerry McPherson all play on this album and contribute. Wow. Some of the highlights, Everyday Man, uh, love that one. He has a song about Amy. In fact, he mentions her name several times called Love That Girl. Oh, does he really? Which is a fun, upbeat okay. love yep. song. Um, Love History features a great bass by Mr. Mike Brigardello. Uh, Mike nice. Brigardello. There Very you go. Good. Yep. And uh, the duet with Amy is a blues gospel song called Love Like Blood. So it, uh, I just love this album. I've listened to it a lot. Everyday Man, Gary Chapman from 87. So with this this list has been pretty kind of hard rock metal centric. So that's a real yeah, that's a turn. That's a not a left field choice there. So that's good. Yep. Well, I'm going to kick us back into hard rock land right. with number 64 for Kay. me. 1989. And we've already covered this, so I won't say a whole lot, but it's a jungle out there by Mastodon. Oh, yes. um, again, if you want to go back to episode 19 of CCM and 3D, catch that. We did kind of a, um, a, we got some remastered CDs from the fine folks at Girder records um, who are kind of keeping all the CCM hard rock stuff back in print. Yeah. Um, Bride, 
uh, um, Petra. Petra coming out this week. They've got some Petra re-releases. Um, they've got the Battle Cries album by the Brave Jeff, on there. Jeff Moore's first three, right? They, the, right, the first three. Oh. Jeff Moore. They've got the two Mastodon albums, Lafcadio. And this is Lafcadio. way higher on my list. Yeah. So, Same. Um, <laughs> there's another Mastodon album for me that's way higher on my oh, list. Oh, interesting. Um, yeah. The the main thing that that album is a little more Elefante vocally centric. Mm-hmm. Um, so. Yeah. Um, this kind of is a little more all over the place. Now, David Pack yes. can oh. sing the phone book, and I'm yes. there. So yes. um, his version of Shine On on this album so is, good. is great. Classic. Um, so uh, I'll put another plug in, though, for the um, the remaster that uh, Girder did. They include some bonus stuff, uh, some bonus live Mastodon material tacked onto the end of this album. So oh. if you want to grab, uh, go on Girder. I think it's just girdermusic.com or Girder, G-I-R-D-E-R music. You can type it into the Google. Um, it, look for that uh, remaster of It's a Jungle out there with some extra bonus live stuff. So that's number 64 for me. Good choice. Yeah, you're right. Girdermusic.com. Okay, there you go. Yeah, nice. All right, so now we're on to number 63. 63. Thank you, Dave. Oh, you got it. Uh, we got my first Newsboys oh. album on here. Oi. Going Oi. public. Oh, wait. oh, good one. 1994. It's a follow-up to Not Ashamed, which was huge. Yeah. Uh, another Steve Taylor-produced album. Great team with the Newsboys. Oh, yeah. Steve Taylor, Newsboys, love these guys together. Uh, lyrics are just that perfect blend of Steve Taylor. I put Steve Taylor right up there as one of the best lyricists. Very quirky and different, but thoughtful, interesting, creative, poignant, all those things. I just think he does an amazing job. Yep. Uh, an example of that is Real Good Thing. Uh, on this album is Steve Taylor. Uh, arguably one of the best, uh, I'm sorry, one of the biggest hits from the Newsboys is Shine, mm-hmm. and that's on here. Currently oh, at 600,000 plays wow. on Spotify. That's the only song I know from this album, but yeah. that was so huge. Spirit Thing, uh, according to Spotify, very close second to Shine. Oh, okay. Believe it or yeah. not, 540,000. Okay. Uh, standouts are a Real Good Thing, uh, Shine, Spirit Thing, uh, be still going public truth and consequences truth and consequences so steve taylor but just sounds great and uh the newsboys are still going strong they are in 2021 yeah. so with michael tate from dc talk as a lead vocalist and writer and they have a new song out called magnetic i like it it is I like good it a lot yep uh so it's fun to hear them still still around and doing doing great but i love this whole era with steve taylor and the newsboys oh, yeah i do too so it comes in at number 63 Good right. choice. And they still tour occasionally with uh, Phil Joel and, uh, yeah. um, oh, why did I forget his name? Peter Furler. Oh, yeah. 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 So, yeah, they're still going strong. All right. 63 for me, I know, is an album that both of you guys will have and probably a lot higher. But here again, I didn't have a lot of exposure to this band. And that's Out of the Gray's debut album, oh, Out of the Gray. Yep. Could be a little higher. In 91. Mine's way higher. Yeah. See. Uh, Charlie Peacock produced. We've gone over this many times. I won't waste a lot of time here. Uh, some of my favorites here. Wishes, of course. The Dance featuring Mr. Tommy Sims all over the place there. Uh, he is not silent. Better way to fall. Also, great Jerry McPherson guitar on that song. So uh, out of the Gray's debut, and I was telling Derek earlier that uh, one of their songs came on a, uh, a stream I was listening to, a classic Christian stream. And it came on, and I was with my wife Susan, and I'm like, oh, Listen to that Tommy Sims bass. And she's like, what? And I realized, uh-huh. I realized how much you guys are rubbing off on yeah. me. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> You've done well, Grasshopper. Yeah, well, there you go. So, and that was episode number 35 where we did that deep dive yeah. on that album. Okay, so number 35. Good. 63 out of the grave for me. 
All right. So number 63 for me is from 1989. And I think Dan may have had this earlier. So I think it was back in the 70s. Uh, Another Friday Night by Kenny Marks. Kenny Marks, yes. Well, that was in the 70s, I think, for you. Is that that right? That was number... No, 93. Oh, 93. 93. So it was was a little wise. I had another Kenny Marks in the 80s. Okay. So... I won't add a whole lot to what Dan said. I, I will say, I, and you, I'll well, see if ahead. you agree. Well, do you think, I, I still think this album holds up so well. I think so, yes. It's just really, yeah. yeah. and to to think about that there was a CCM artist who was, I mean, Kenny Marks wasn't Michael, he wasn't Amy, right. he wasn't Petra, but he wasn't nobody. Right. Yep. He, he was on... I think Dayspring, or I think he was on pretty major label. I think yeah. it may have been Dayspring. Mm-hmm. Dayspring so again, yep. Dayspring. it was he wasn't a nobody, right? Um, so and he, he here you had a CCM artist very clearly talking about um, to teens and young adults about sexual purity and moral decisions and doing the right thing and thinking beyond high school to you have a whole life outside of that. Um, and I think given kind of the you know the. The, the sad statistics with moral choices, even among Christian teens these days, right. CCM could use a few more people picking up Kenny Marx's torch and, yeah. right. and running with that and calling teens back to, right. to this. So um, I t- it was hard for me to pick one song because I just really love this whole album. Um, it's good. It, it, it really was. I, it's well, a, and a lot of the names we have said so many oh times yeah. on this podcast. Oh, yes. Phil Madeira, Chris Harris, yep. Mark Ironman. We've got uh, Dowsett on here. George Caccini. Yes. Did I say his name George right? George Caccini, yep. yep. And, uh, I mean, it's just, again, so much good. T- Eric Darkin, so much good talent. Yep. And I think, um, d- is this the one that had, um, if I'm not mistaken, graduation days on this? Yes. Is that yeah. right? Yeah, yep. it is. Yep. Um, that is just, and it again, you know, he's kind of, um, he's kind of working from a um, a Springsteen kind of story song thing, but he did it really well and did yeah, it he just. Did. And so this, I should have put this one higher. Actually, this is really good. Yeah, it just barely snuck into my one hundred. Did it? Running in love, so good. Yeah, I'll be a friend to you. Is I'll be great. a friend to you. Next yeah. time, perfect. It's it continues the story of Johnny. Right. Yep. And so it's it's and graduation day nobody else but jesus is a great sing-along somebody song. loves you yep. yeah yeah so, so threshold of regret this is yeah so every i kept thinking I, I was like oh i like that song but i probably won't like the next one. Oh, i like that one too yeah, yeah. But i probably won't like the next one and about five four songs in it's probably i'm probably gonna like all of them right, so, right. yeah um, and i did so this uh, this album holds up really well so nice. 1989 another friday night all right, now on to number 62. 62. Thank you, Dave. You got it. Uh, I got my first Christmas album. Oh. Oh, here we I go. I think, right? I think yeah. so. Uh, Spar- the Sparrow Artist Christmas. Oh, yeah, so here we from go. From 1988. Oh, yeah. I could listen to this one over and over. Yes. <laughs> one of my favorite Christmas songs. Do you uh, have actual copy on CD of this? Uh, I used to. Oh, what happened? What happened, Dan? Uh, Mr. Uh, I don't might. have it anymore. Oh, took I, it from I thought Ima took it. Or Ima, yeah. yeah. Or Yura. Actually. Yura, yeah. Yura, not Yura? Yuri. Yuri, Yuri, you're not going to have this anymore. Oh, yeah. man. Yeah. <laughs> that <laughs> Just guy. Took them from me. I'm yeah. No, I, I'm so bummed because I had the original, because they changed the cover. I think we talked about this before, but they yeah. changed the cover from right. the, the little kid approaching the drum kit right. to just the green and red yeah. thing. Why'd they do that? I, it, I, I, don't I don't know. know. Maybe I, some sort of photography license ran out or something. I don't, hmm. know. I don't know. It's a shame. Um, I've got my CD. But it's my first not Christmas. Here. 
uh, entering the list. Uh, all great artists, great players, and they all come together really, really well. So, because mm-hmm. sometimes these artists come together and they don't quite, I don't know, cut cut it uh, when they're together. They're always they're always a great, amazing apart. But when they come together, sometimes it gets lost. Right. But home for the holidays, oh. angels we have heard on high, both of them yes. with all those artists together. So those are fun. Does a great job. So. Love, love it. Christmas time. Pull that one out yeah. a lot. Same here. Do we need to say anything about the White Hart Little Drummer Boy? No, we've already had that discussion. Okay. We did, but it's fantastic. It's outstanding. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, give us your side, Derek. <laughs> I will love it. Another highlight for me, we've already talked about him a lot this episode, is uh, Steve Taylor's Winter Wonderland. Yes. With the mariachi band. Yes. It's fantastic. So good. Baby Jesus does not want drum solos. <laughs> That's right. How do you know? Just saying. Yeah. You've had two kids, Dave. Did you put them down and play drum solos when they're in the nursery? Well, maybe. Not when they were no. sleeping. But yeah. Uh, go on. All right. Turn we'll move over. on. Here's another artist that coincidentally we've talked about a lot this episode, but this is the first album of uh, this artist that we've mentioned, I think, in the top 100, and that's Lisa Bevel. 1992's My Freedom, Ooh, making number wow. 62 for me. Yep. Nice. And, much uh, higher for me. It's much higher for Dan. Oh, Derek. Higher for me, too. And higher for Dan. Well, yep. here we go. I lowballed it. I'm sorry. Well, you Apologize. get to talk about it first, is what that means. <laughs> All right. At least he got it inbounds. So yes. I got it. <laughs> hey, <Yes>. now. <laughs> there it is. The beatings continue. They yes. continue. Great art. <laughs> uh, great album uh, produced by Brown Bannister. Uh, dance pop at so 90s good. at its best. Um, you know, yes. Derek's made the comparison to uh, Cindy Morgan. Absolutely. Um, it's got uh, who, uh, Tommy's on it. So what else can you say yeah. about it? Chaperone, a huge, oh, huge so hit. I would rank it up there almost with Cindy's song as being one of the best that was on oh, our radio yeah. station. I mean, it just sounded great. It sure mm-hmm. did. Yep. Toby's on that with her. Uh, My Freedom, another great radio hit. Mm-hmm. Love it. It's going to be worth it. Place in the Sun. Falling off the face of the earth. Place in the sun. Yeah. First time I heard that, I was like, we've got to get this on the radio as fast as possible. Okay. (laughs) Can I tell a story about that? Yes. Okay. So we got um, a promo cassette. I know. I made a big boo-boo apparently. Uh Uh-oh. Go ahead. I'll let you tell it. No, go ahead. Okay. So what I remember. Okay. So I'll I'll, I'll bring us up to the point where you made the boo-boo. Okay. Okay. And then you can jump in. So what I remember was Dan yanks me into his office gotta hear this you got to hear this yes and so i had to hear it and he was right it was like somebody had literally gone out and recorded the perfect song for our station yes and it was the song yeah um and so you dubbed it onto a cart yes so for the longest time the only thing we had was a cassette dubbed to a cart yes and so we put the cart in and let it run and it still sounded amazing yeah and it still sounded great and so the boo-boo was the boo-boo was, so uh, I didn't know this at the time, but with record artists or, or record companies, when you're playing that song, yeah. then then it looked, it, I should have played it later when they wanted to release it <laughs> because they wanted to go high on the charts because uh-huh, they right. needed another radio station to play it yep. and have all this radio playability. And I had played, <laughs> played it like crazy yes. way yep. before it really kind of started to take off well, all the other stations. Yep. And so by the time it got around to all the other stations, we were and we were still playing it, but not near as much as we were when we first got the cassette. Right. And right. so they, so I didn't realize that. And I, the, the <laughs> record label uh, rep or whatever is yeah. like, you, you, you can't believe you're playing that now. Yeah. And I'm like, you're playing it too early. Why can I not play that now? And he's like, well, because, and then he explained the whole thing. I'm like, oh no. Oh. But I'm like, I can't keep good music off the air. Yeah. <laughs> it's got to right. go on. Yeah. 
Place in the Sun was so good so, for the Arts Day. So good for Arts What you're saying is Place in the Sun could have been a huge hit. Except Dan Day for, yeah. we kept it from going up the charts. Kansas, oh, yeah. Kansas messed him up. We oh. kicked the chair right out from under that album. <laughs> oh. Yep. Yeah. No, I this wish. is just a fun, yeah. fun pop so album fun. That, that really at the time uh, not too many people were doing. No. You know? and that well. Yeah, that well. That well. It sounded up to par with uh, what you heard on Secular Radio. For yeah. sure. Yeah. yeah. I agree. So uh, there you go. My Freedom, Lisa Bevel, 1992. 62. Yep. All right. So 62 for me. You guys won't have this album. Okay. You guys won't have this artist. I can say that completely, solidly, without a doubt. I don't have any Stephen Wiley on my list. <laughs> that's true. Nor do I. <laughs> oh, okay. so, we're not going there. This oh, will okay. not be number sixty-two okay. for me. Either. Dallas Home. I don't. Bible have him. Break will not be on here. Dallas Home. No, sorry, <laughs> sorry, will not be on here. Okay. Um. So number sixty-two for me was a mainstay on Z91's The Edge. Okay. But not our main shows. Okay. So, number 62 for me from 1992, Strength by the Violet Burning. Whoa. Oh, yeah. yeah. Totally did not, would not expect that. Okay. No. All right. So, this is an album that is kind of strangely beautiful for me. I have hmm. to be in the mood for it. Um, but it definitely benefits from two guys that are instrumentalists on this album. Uh, the drumming of Lonnie Tubbs and his brother, Sean Tubbs, who... On this album, I'm just going to say this, play some of the finest CCM guitar not played by Dan Huff. Huh. Wow. I am not kidding. Okay. I'm not kidding. So if you don't believe me, it's not on Spotify. You're going to have to go to right. you're YouTube. Have to go to YouTube for, the YouTube for this. If you don't believe me. Which album about, again? Which strength. Album? Strength. Okay. So if you don't believe me about the comparison to Dan Huff, just queue up on YouTube the guitar playing on the album's first track, There Is No One Like You. So go ahead. I'll just all you listeners. I'll just wait. You I'll just sit here and Pause. wait for you to do that. Okay, so you're back. Um, but he's all over this album in really a wonderful way. So if you're a guitar player and you love Dan Huff and you love and you even know Michael Thompson who played on Fade uh, Fade to White by Matthew Ward, Sean Tubbs is a name you need to know. Hmm. Um, there's a there's a uh, amateur video of Cornerstone, I think from 92, where the Violet Burning played and they didn't, there's no one like you. And Sean Tubbs is in the band and he just rips. And they think it's like they stop focusing on the singer and leave the camera on Sean Tubbs as he's hmm. just ripping. Wow. And it's, it's so good. So um, now it, this is a very typical early 90s Christian alternative album. Very navel gazing, very. I'm worthless, I'm terrible, self-flagellation sort of thing. Song titles kind of give you that idea. Undone, Song of the Harlot, Through My Tears. So that gets a little morose. It gets a little, okay, I'm a little done with beating up myself. You know? right. but, um, and it's not for everyone, but I, I definitely love a lot of this album. The musicianship really grabs me on this album. Um, and if, when I'm in the mood for it, but boy, Sean Tubbs is a world-class guitar player and he's got a YouTube channel. So if you're a guitar player and listen to this podcast, it's super guitar geeky, he has guitar effects, pedals and amps and guitars. And uh, it's great if you're a guitar player. So Sean Tubbs is one of those little known CCM names wow. that yeah, needs to be more up. well known. So wow. anyway, and they do Eleanor Rigby on here. It looks like. Yeah. It's kind of a bizarre version of Eleanor okay. Rigby. Yeah. Wow. It's, Interesting. Yeah. So anyway, that's my number 62. 
1992, the, uh, Violet Burning Strength from 1992. Wow. Right. I'm going I'm to listen to it. You, so, okay. you convinced me, there Gary. You go. Yeah. There yeah. You go. All right. So now we get our last one, number 61. Gonna, 61. Yes. Going to finish this out with DeGarmo and Key. Nice. My first DeGarmo and Key entry in the top 100. Huge DeGarmo and Key fan. You're going to, I'm going to have a lot more of them on my list. Uh, Love the two, their music through the years. Just solid guitar rock, great ballads. Love the lyrics in this one. The Pledge. Good. From 1989. Uh, Catchy Tunes. This is their ninth album. Um, I honestly like really barely everything on this album. Uh, Probably should have rated this higher too. But uh, standouts are, you know, Boycott Hell. Boycott Hell. And Aliens aliens and Strangers. (laughs) Nice. Hand oh. in hand, yep. right on track. I'm oh. accepted. Who will? I could pretty much name all of them. Yeah. If God is for us, just a fun, yeah. catchy, you know, radio tune. Uh, the title track, "The Pledge," just has a great, haunting, kind of solemn song. Serious, you know, uh, deep sincerity. Let's get upset. Love the shredding from Dana oh. on that yeah, one. Yeah, that's yes. great shredding. So good. So yeah, they'll they'll be a lot more Degarmo and Key, but they come in. The first one for them for me is number sixty-one from 1989. Yeah. The Pledge. Good to Garmo Key. I'm right there, which I believe I heard on Z91. Yes, a lot. Several singles. Yes, several. All right, 61 for me is one that uh, I'm looking at this, and I'm like, what have I done? I should have done this higher, (laughs) but I'm going to go with it. The River is Rising, Greg X. Vols. Ah, that's on my list, too. From 86. But it was, Um, I had it at 89. That's right. I had had it it way back at 89. Yeah, Yeah, you guys were pretty close. I have it higher. I have it higher, so. There you go. But, uh, boy, this is one I could still listen to, and every time I do, I'm like, man, this is such a good album. Uh, so many catchy songs produced by produced by Jonathan David Brown, who did a lot of the Petra stuff when Greg was in the band. Of course, his solo debut. And uh, Derek, you said this is why you had a hard time liking Back to the Street when it came out, the first one after Greg mm-hmm. X Vols. I could see that. Um, this is Steve Perry leaving Journey, right? Yeah, here. exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, standouts for me: Living on a, Living for the Bell is fantastic. Love it. Joyous Graves, Still Waters, love that song. Mm-hmm. Man like you, I could go on and on, but uh, yeah, the River is Rising from Greg X Vols is just a gem from '86. I agree, and it's very pricey if you go to up buy a used copy on CD. Is that it, right? It is. Yeah, it commands a pretty penny. So. Oh. I have looked into it several times and passed every time. So I have, gonna... a, I have a cassette. Oh, you have your cassette still? Yeah, I've got That's a cassette, great. but I don't. Have, I, need, I want it on CD. Yeah, but, it's uh, pricey. Okay, we might take out a second mortgage to pick it up. Is that right? So, yeah, okay. you might. Okay, that might wow. Think about that. So no air conditioning, but we'll get a copy of right. Greg Expo. Yeah. <laughs> right. Okay. Yeah. Right. <laughs> All right. Priorities. You yeah. Know. You know. So number sixty-one for me, um, and this will be short and sweet from eighty-six because we've already covered it in our deep dives, and it is Degarmo Key. Oh. Streetlight. 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 Oh, it's my favorite oh, DNK it. album. So yeah, it's way higher. Same yeah. here. Yeah, and it's my favorite DNK album too. Yeah. Um just and I I'll let my thought if you want to go back and hear it, so I'll send you back to episode thirteen. But just a really good, um, solid rock album from DNK. Um and I just was uh yeah, it it still stands up so well today. Mm-hmm. And I just Again, you know, we kind of went in depth on it uh, in episode thirteen, but still, it's just um, brings back a lot of memories. Boy, that's, yeah, a, that's a great album. So, eighty six, number sixty one for me is Streetlight by DNK. Nice, great choice. That rounds out another ten. Yes, from the three of us, we're getting Can closer. You believe it? Oh yeah, to number one. Five. As the hits, as the numbers go higher, 
What is our catchphrase? As, <laughs> no, as the numbers go as lower, the numbers go, get smaller, get smaller. Yeah. the hits it's get bigger. bigger. That's it. That's, That's it. going on our swag. That's <laughs> right. That'll preach. Right? Wait, we have swag? What? We will. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Um, I don't know how, but we will. We will. Maybe, uh, a, yeah. maybe a rub-on tattoo or something? Yeah, we, we probably can't even afford that. <laughs> <laughs> Any of our faithful listeners would like to we'll sponsor... Send you a I send you yeah, yeah. <laughs> with a little stencil. You can write it on your own arm with right. a sharpie. Write the word CCM. <laughs> yeah. No, but yeah. If you would like to sponsor the podcast, please call one eight hundred CCM in three D. Now Which, that time, I wish we did have a yeah, right. break for that. Yeah, <laughs> me too. So no, that was fun. Uh, yep. ten, ten more great albums, and it looks like homework is the violet burning. Yep, yes. one of them for sure. Yep. Uh, so thanks for joining us, and uh, one more real quick plug. You had. Uh, some earlier, but my tune my tuner dash radio dot com has some good streams from the eighties. Okay. Uh, 80s Christian Music Days is on that one as well. Uh, but my tuner dash radio dot com. It's a lot of fun. So thanks for joining us and subscribe where you listen to the podcasts and comment and we'll share our comments on here whenever we get them and thanks for joining us. Yeah, thanks for joining us. See you later. We'll talk to you next time. 